The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This week on your favorite soap opera, it's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, soap fans. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. The last time I checked, I'm still your host, Dan Kroll. I hope that you guys have really enjoyed partying with us the past two weeks here on Soap Central Live. They were two very special shows back-to-back. Last week, the amazing Jackie Zeman was here to celebrate her birthday with me on air, even if it was a couple of weeks late. And she also shared some of her favorite memories from General Hospital, because, of course, GH is celebrating its golden anniversary, 50 years on the air. And then the week before that, it was a special tribute to SoapCentral.com's 18th anniversary. The stars came out in force for what really was a special hour, and if you missed it or just enjoyed hearing me squirm in my chair as surprise after surprise was foisted upon me, you can actually check out the show in the archives at SoapCentral.com slash radio. In fact, you can check every episode of Soap Central Live there if you've missed any of them or want to hear them again. Maybe you're a new listener and don't realize that we have more than 170 episodes that you can check out. They are free to listen to. You can stream them to any Internet-connected device. You can also download them, again, for free to your iPad, your iPod, your laptop, anything that you can take with you and listen to it on the road. As I mentioned, it is completely free. So with over 170 shows to choose from, there is no reason for you to not have something about anything and everything soap to listen to. Of those 170 shows, there are some shows, like today, where we open up the phone lines to you, the soap fans. It's sort of a reminder that you're very important to the success of this show and that I love talking to you. I love to talk about all the different soaps to see what you guys are worked up about, what's got you excited, what you're looking forward to, any of that. And of course, right now, there's a lot to talk about. We have All My Children and One Life to Live coming back. General Hospital, as I mentioned, is celebrating their 50th anniversary. The Young and the Restless is celebrating its 40th anniversary. We have some very wild couples all of a sudden on The Bold and the Beautiful. There's Chloe making all kinds of threats on Days of Our Lives. And we have the Daytime Emmys, which now have an official ceremony date in June. That's lots and lots of stuff to talk about. So if any of those topics sort of tickled your fancy, or maybe there's another topic that you'd like to talk about, just give us a call on our call line. It's toll-free, 866-472-5788. Again, it's 866-472-5788. You can also follow along on Twitter. Our main feed is at Soap Central. And for this show, when we're on the air, we tweet from Soap Central Live. There you can tweet your comments and your questions. I'll do my best to give you answers while we're here on the air, or if for some reason they come through after the show, I'll do my best to answer them for you on Twitter. So as I mentioned, we have... Some callers who are already on the lines wanting to talk about anything and everything soap. We're going to go first to Bonnie, who wants to talk a little bit, from what I understand, about All My Children and One Life to Live. Bonnie, welcome to Soap Central Live. 
Hello and happy birthday, Jackie and Dan. I'm a, remember, I'm a Pisces, also. Mine's March 8th. Oh, you're right in line with us two days after yeah, the fact. Yeah. Wonderful. As we're writing up. And the last thing <laughs> is comes up for one night to live and all my children. Now, Dan, did you get a ticket also? I'm is sorry? I did, did, you did your, what? Did you get your ticket yet? Did you go to meet everybody in um, Landview? I did not get my ticket yet. I'm going oh, to wait till the last. Miss McKinnon <laughs> called me about you. I'm going to wait till the last minute and see if I can get some of those last minute deals. Of course, I probably can just walk down the street since Pine Valley and Landview technically are within a stone's throw from my oh, office and my house. I know they are, but I'm being pumped about it. And I get a question for Jackie. She's still there. She's not. She was here uh, last week, so she's not still hanging around unless she's wandered off somewhere to get some snacks. But, no, she's not here this week, unfortunately. Sorry about that. But, everybody, mark your calendars three weeks and two days. It is. Now, let me ask you. Uh, you know, yes. so many people are excited about the return of All My Children and One Life to Live, but there seems to be some confusion among fans about how they actually go about watching the show i want to ask you is that something that you understand already do you know where you need I to go to do watch because i i do i also have hula and i also do my i have i i have itunes so i go both ways with that right now and i'm getting them both for free that's, I think that's what's important to remind people is there seems to me, I don't know if you've noticed it either on Twitter or on Facebook or anywhere, Bonnie, but there are a lot of fans who don't think or don't realize that they will be able to watch these shows for free. Hulu, oh, my God. I've been getting those questions regularly from fans, you know, because I've run a lot of soap clubs out on Facebook, and I said, no, 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 no. You can get them for free. You don't have to pay the monthly charge. And it seems to me that the folks at Prospect Park and Hulu are doing some really good promotion to get everything in line. They've done some, uh, it's like a nine-minute video for each All My Children and One Life to Live to get people caught up to date. There's some great little clips of past episodes in there. And they even show a sneak peek at what the new All My Children and One Life to Live are going to look like. So that certainly is very exciting for people to be able to see that. Exciting and interesting at the same time. And the reason why I'm saying interesting is that they're going into the future five years later and aging everybody almost when it comes so, to the actors. Like, they get a new Matthew Buchanan and a new Destiny that's like sophomore in college now. And last time we saw them, what was it, junior in high school, she gave birth? Well, I mean, I, I, for me, I think that for some of these shows, All My Children, I think, had to take a bigger leap because it seems that everyone who was associated with All My Children when the show ended and they knew that it wasn't going to be going to the Internet, everybody was in such demand that they were booked for other shows. Whereas One right. Life to Live, a lot of the actors seemed to have just sort of gracefully retired, hoping that maybe the show would come back. So I think All My Children almost had to make that jump. Uh, I even wrote a Two Scoops column that's on SoapCentral.com right now about I it. I read it. What did you think? Loved it. And I agree with you 100% with the All My Children part well, of it because every thought is going to be via internet, like what, six months later? It never happened until like what, a year and a half later? Yeah. I mean, you know, for me what I think is that the five years the gap, that period of time that we're skipping over, there's really going to be, 
more mystery. I mean, when the show's on every day, you know, you sort of know what's going on, and the writers have to sort of craft mysteries as they go along. Mm-hmm. Now that we're jumping ahead five years, everyone wants to know what happened between the moment where Jr. shot his gun and when yep. we pick up now. That's five years of story that they can tease us with, and they still have time to think about what they want to have had happen during that period of time. So I think it actually is a really good story idea. I think it was, too. I now, think let's, it was too. let's talk about what are some of the things that you're most looking forward to when the shows do return. Let's start. Let's just start with all my children, since we were just talking about that. Okay, what is, all my children. I did not start. Well, I did not start watching AMC until senior in high school, um, when everybody back then was Chad and Dixie, the right. super couple of the world. I my first soap opera was One Life to Live. Okay. And I'm glad it's coming back. The reason why, because I've been watching now uh, One Life to Live for 22 years. Wow. And everything's changing. You know, yeah. Yeah. And for me, with One Life to Live, I was like one of the biggest supporters to get that show back. What are some of the things that you did to try to get it to come back? Get the word on Facebook. I started, you know, like, um, a thing for people to sign and try to get their soaps back, you know? Even if it is on the internet, it's not going to be on TV anymore. Do I you started think- a petition. I started my own little group thing for AMC and One Night to Live. Well, let me ask you. There are some people who feel as though this uh, the show's coming back on the internet is less than what it would be if the show's returned on TV. I guess they have a feeling that since it's only on the Internet, it's equivalent to, you know, the videos of cats playing the piano or, you know, dogs getting drunk. And for me, I don't think that that's the case. I think it coming back in any form, uh, particularly on the Internet, is sort of trailblazing. But, you know, what do you make of that for the people who say that, oh, it's coming back on the Internet? That doesn't really mean anything. It's not going to really get a workout rating-wise. I agree with you with that, Tian, because, number one, everything's on the computer these days. Hardly anybody watches TV anymore. Everything you watch is on the computer. You get your news on your computer. You get your weather. Why not your soap? And you're no, still watching them for free. It's a really good point. Uh, I mean, I, it's funny. I mean, for someone whose work is based on the Internet, I'm surprisingly old school, Bonnie. I'll make this confession. I'm, I'm proud to admit it. I like to read the paper, like the mm-hmm. actual paper paper. I don't really like to read it online. Right. I like to I like to watch TV. I like to sit down in front of the big TV in my uh, in my living room and watch certain shows on the bigger screen than the the one that's in my office. So I, mean, I right. like that sort of thing. Uh, but I am definitely willing to embrace this. And we have. Uh, coming up, we're going to have a caller who has, will be telling us that his grandmother is actually sort of trailblazing. She's leading the way, telling everybody about uh, the Internet and Hulu and all that other stuff. So, I mean, what more can you say to folks? What is your opinion? I mean, obviously you heard it was coming back. Would you have oh, yeah. preferred for the show to come back on television, or does it really make no difference to you? Right now, it doesn't make a difference for me. It, for me, I could, me, I could go either way. But I, I, I said... I'm new school. I love the internet. You know, I get all my work from the internet. Um, I don't care if it's back on ABC or Hula. 
I'm glad they're coming back either way. Well, I think that that is a great way to end our conversation on a positive note, which, I mean, you're nothing but positive about these two shows returning, and I hope that everyone else is and they give them a chance to really get back. So, Bonnie, thank you so much for taking some time out to chat about two of and our favorite thank soaps. Thank you, Dean, for having me. You have a great night. Thank you. You too. Yeah, bye-bye. As I mentioned, we have another caller who told me on Facebook that his grandmother is able to figure out where to go to see All My Children, One Life to Live. So let's bring in Michael and learn more about this. Michael, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, hi there. How are you? I'm good. So one of the things that I, I noticed, for a lot of people are, are saying that, you know, the Internet, it's only young people who are going to be able to figure it out, and anybody over the age of 30 isn't going to know where to go to watch these new soaps. And you had mentioned that your grandmother already knows how to work the internet. She knows how to work Hulu. <laughs> so tell me this story. Let's start at the beginning. How did, how did she get on the internet? Was it, did you teach her or did she get on before you? Actually, I bought her Apple TV and once she, I gave her the remote control, she knew how to do it herself. And I <laughs> opened up an account for her for Hulu and she, we both share accounts. So that's how she able to use it. Actually, I got one for my mom as well too and she's able to use it. So it's not that hard. It's just, the learning how to understand it once you get into it, but once you into it, you know everything about it. It's not hard. You just have to learn, teach yourself how to use it. So in the last segment there, with the last call, I was talking to Bonnie, and she sort of said that she's banging her head against the wall because so many people think that they were going to have to pay to use Hulu. Is this something that you're hearing? Have you seen this on Facebook, or do you think that the word has gotten out that it really truly is free? I, I know it's truly free because basically if you want to watch it for free, you have to look at it online through a laptop. But if you want to um, actually see it like through an um, a iPad or like an um, iPhone or like your mobile phone or Android, what have you, you have to pay for like a seven ninety nine a month subscription. Or if you want to buy like the, the video so you can watch it yourself on iTunes, you have to pay $1.99 for it. So basically you just have to read, read through it, read through the um the figures basically just to figure out how do you want to watch it. Do you want to watch it off your TV? Do you want to watch it off your laptop, off your iPad, off your mobile phone? You just basically have to think, sit back, think for a second. It's not on ABC no more. I have to think how I want to watch my favorite show every day. So let's talk about your favorite shows. All My Children, of course, and One Life to Live are going to be available on Hulu. We can check them out. They're going to be... Uh, 30-minute soaps will be able to, I guess, kick back. It seems relatively easily, uh, easy to, to watch and get into. I'm very excited about it. What is most exciting to you about these soaps returning? Um, I was basically thrown back when I heard they was coming back, basically after the second time with Prospect Parts, they was going to bring them back again. First, I was kind of skeptic, like, really, are they going to do the same thing like they did last year? I basically thought it was some conspiracy with ABC be not trying to bring it back. Then once I saw all the stuff happening after actually getting contracts and all the rumors with ABC back and forth with the three actors trying to get back on the show, and I thought about it, like, the show was actually coming back. So I'm actually able to sit back and watch One Like to Live again like I was at 2 o'clock, well, at 12 o'clock now. Um, again, and it's, I'm happy about it. I'm, I'm, I was shocked and appalled to coming back on <laughs> Because <laughs> you never hear so, about a soap opera coming back on outside of Dark Shadows, when you think about it. So you never hear a soap opera ever coming back on unless it's Dallas or Dark Shadows. And look how long it took for Dallas to come back. That was, what, almost 20 years? Yes. So this is 
a year and a half is really a much better wait than having to imagine waiting for two decades for your show to come back. So while we're talking about it coming back, you mentioned One Life to Live as being top of the pops to you there. When we last left One Life to Live, there were a lot of cliffhangers. And we've been told by Prospect Park that when the show picks up, it won't be skipping ahead five years like All My Children is, but it will be jumping ahead to what we are currently in the present day. So it'll be about a year gap. What are you most looking forward to seeing uh, how, how it's resolved since the show left? Is there one particular story? Is there one particular character that you're most anxious to catch up with? Well, I'm basically anxious to see basically what happened between the years' time to see. I know they basically discussed a lot on the GH, but I'm not sure if it's going to be a continuity issue. They basically going to go within that or go out of it. I'd just like to see what they find out is Todd still in the big. <laughs> Allison still has her, <laughs> has him or not. Um, but basically, I want to see more of the banner storylines that he said is going to happen. I basically want to see Vicky actually working for the newspaper. They never discussed that on ABC basically since the early 90s, the 80s. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to see. Basically, see the new actor, Corbin Blue, see what he's going to do since he's going to be the new hotshot reporter. So I basically, that's why I basically want to see those two type of storylines. And what do you make of some of this, uh, we'll call it stunt casting. We have Jay Wow, Jenny Farley from the Jersey Shore. That's gotten a lot of people talking. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my thought on that, basically, that would bring in ratings. That basically gives, that's the MTV crowd. I'm not a Jersey Shore fan, but I know of her. So basically, that would bring more people from the younger people to watch it, because I know some of my friends who watch Jersey Shore, I can't really say anything about the show. But um, that would bring <laughs> in more people, younger people to watch the show, because that's, that's what you have to do. You have to bring in that certain type of audience to bring in to come to a show they've never even heard of before, because a lot of young people are like, what is one like to live? Like, I've never even heard of the show before. Now, this isn't meant to be a spoiler for anyone, but my last question for you, since you did mention the fact that several of the characters crossed over from One Life to Live to General Hospital, now it appears that those crossovers are done, that they won't be happening again. What do you think One Life to Live is going to do? Do you think that they're going to reference any of the stuff that happened on GH? Do you think that they'll just pretend it didn't happen? If you were a betting man, (laughs) which of those two (laughs) scenarios do you think is going to happen? Um, I don't think they might can, because, you know, basically between ABC and Prospect Park, it might be legal issues. They probably can't discuss, like, certain characters from a different show, because it's basically ABC property to a Prospect Park property, so that's basically why they can't do it. But I think they, I don't know, they might try to whitewash it and say Tia's baby's still alive. I don't know. I don't know what the world he might do. That's the good question, because I noticed that on General Hospital, when uh, Carly was talking about the relationship that she had last, they just said, the man, the guy, uh, you know, they didn't even mention Todd's <laughs> name. I thought that was interesting, and I just hope, for the sake of uh, watching on One Life to Live, I really hope that they don't have to do a lot of those uh, tiptoeing around and, and not mentioning names, saying, you know, the her or the woman who used to be involved in, I just think that could be kind of messy but you know almost i feel too that pretending that it didn't happen isn't necessarily a good way to go Uh, i mean unless like you were saying there are legal issues because one life to live could definitely get some mileage out of it certainly if people from general hospital who didn't watch one life to live now tune in i mean there's a lot of possibilities that i think they could use to their benefit Mm -hmm. it's true because i hope they don't do it but 
you know how ABC is and other companies are. We try to get things together. We can't do it. So I'm hoping that they're able to do it, but more than likely, they probably can't do it unless they got some new contract or something. Like <laughs> so get out your abacus real quick. How many days left until the show's return? I think it's 24 now. <laughs> 24? Survey says... Ding! You are correct. It is, it is 24 days until the show's return. That's not quite three weeks. It's a couple of days more than that. But when Monday rolls around, we'll be counting them down. We'll be ready to go. And I want to thank you, Michael, for calling in and sharing the story about you know something that people may not realize, that there are people who are over the age of 30, maybe even over the age of 40, who know where to go to watch these shows. You're very welcome. And I hope I can call back in sometime soon. Mm-hmm. When we do our first call-in show uh, about One Life to Live and All My Children Coming Back, I will put your name on the list, and we'll see what you have to think about the shows coming back. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We are going to sort of shift direction. We're going to go to another soap. Since we're talking about 30-minute soaps, when All My Children One Life to Live return, they will be 30-minute. Let's go to the only 30-minute soap that's on network television. That's The Bold and the Beautiful, and we have... Kathy, who wants to talk B&B. Kathy, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello, Dad. How are you? I am good. Now, one of the things that some fans are wondering, and I know that I've seen you mention this, some folks are wondering if there are people who tuned into The Bold and the Beautiful after All My Children and One Life to Live went off the air because they wanted to catch up with some of their favorite actors. Will those viewers continue to watch B&B, or will they shift back to watching All My Children and One Life to Live I'm curious what you have to say about that. Well, from what I'm getting on the blogosphere, it seems that people are waiting for the reboot. Because right now, um, Bold and the Beautiful, or should I say uh, Dallas, or should I say Scandal? I I think the soap has lost its identity as to what it is. Um, Mm. A lot of people are not really happy from what I get of the direction of the storylines within the soap. Um, The... Thankfully, the um, triangle from hell is on a back burner for now. <laughs> we haven't heard anything about uh, Steffi, too much for Steffi, uh, Hope, and Liam. But um, this whole issue with Katie, Bill, and Brooke, I think this is what has really got people in the Twitterverse really upset, especially longtime fans of Brooke Logan and it's kind of strange how this story is developing and how the characters have developed. I see there's uh, inconsistencies. For instance, the Brooke and also repeating history. Of course, longtime viewers remember that the Brooke bedroom line was intended to entice Ridge. And then we're getting a reboot of this again so that Brooke can entice Bill. And, and it just doesn't make any sense. Now, I get that KKL has a ec- beautiful, excellent body, and she mm-hmm. is really, she's in really excellent condition for a woman her age, but you would think that after the promises that her character Brooke has made to Stephanie about being a better person and Stephanie kind of handing the torch off to Brooke that she would take the lead, but it doesn't appear that she's done that. Instead, Belle has had her revert back to the ways that her scandalous ways back into the beginning of the soap. 
And instead of it being the brook that you love to hate, I think she's turning into the brook that you just hate. I think it is because of um, the way that the story played out. Well, let me ask you about that, Kathy, because... You know, for so long, there were four core characters from The Bold and the Beautiful that were on from day one until now. Now, within the course of a couple of months, we went from four to two. Do you think that, you know, maybe the fact that there are only those two long-term actors has sort of driven the way that the story is going, that maybe the writers feel they have to focus heavily on Brooke as she is really the only long-term legacy character that's been on the show and if they had more of those long-term characters or actors, they'd be able to sort of divvy it out. Well, I kind of, um, I kind of agree, but I also disagree because one of the other characters, Taylor, is also somewhat of a legacy character as she came Absolutely. into the show right after Caroline died, and she's been um, Hunter Tylo has been with the show ever since, and she's pretty much have been like the whipping board of Brooke Logan. But the thing that I'm enjoying is that Brooke, that uh, Taylor is finally coming into her own on the show, the character of Taylor. However, I'm not really happy with the pairing of her and of um, Eric Forrester. I'm not really happy with that pairing as well. I really would like to see Taylor um, because she's following in the path of Brooke as to getting with the Logan, I mean, with the uh, Forster men. I would have liked to have seen her use her power and use her son's power in more of taking over the company. I think it should have been more focused on what the core meaning of Bold and Beautiful was, the fashion. There's too much drama right now. Well, let's There's... go back to the, you're talking about Taylor, and certainly uh, not mentioning Taylor in that core four was certainly not a slight for anyone out there who's wondering, to Hunter Tylo. For me, that goes back to what I was saying, though, before you were offering your explanation, is that they're linking Taylor to Eric, because, again, it seems like the those are the two long-term characters that are on the show, so now they're naturally trying to hitch them together. And I think that when you have a character who's been on as long as Taylor, and certainly Brooke and Eric as well, you should be able to craft all kinds of story for them that maybe aren't required to be linked to those other characters. I mean, you can right. certainly bring in someone completely new that we've never heard about for Taylor and give her that sort of story. I don't know why maybe The Bold and the Beautiful more than any other show seems to be contained in its own little world so much. And, you know, uh, I agree. And, you know, when uh, Steffi had taken off, uh, when she found out she was pregnant and taken off to Paris. After she came back, she met a beautiful young woman that was on the uh, plane with her. I thought, and some of the other, my fellow posters thought, that she was going to be the new female character on the show that would be, that would be, um, put into the storyline the bis the beautiful hispanic businesswoman that would come in and uh, she would probably become a nemesis or sweep thomas off his feet or even become possibly interested in eric forrester but we didn't see that happening and there has been some other changes that 
Bell had hinted to that never came to fruition. So I think that the soap is actually losing its way in terms of what it wants to become or what it wants to be. It, it seems as if the writers are saying, okay, we've done that, we've done that, we've done that. What else is there to do? Oh, oh, yes, let's go back. Let's go back to uh, 1998 and see what we can find. Oh, yeah, we can repeat that, you know, and update it. So it's like a, it's feeling like to me, I don't know how the other viewers feel, but it feels like it's becoming a wash, rinse, and repeat. Well, while we're talking about wash, rinse, and repeat, we're going to be talking on the other side of a break that's coming up about General Hospital. One of the things that GH has done to celebrate its anniversary is that they've been bringing back so many characters from the past that mm -hmm. fans love. Before we let you go, is there a character, or maybe more than one, from the Bold and the Beautiful's past that you really would like to see them bring back and develop a new story for? Oh, gosh. Um, I was sad about Susan Flannery, uh, but to be honest with you, her passing would have opened up a lot of opportunities for Eric. I would have liked to have seen him develop a relationship with Jackie M. I would have liked to have seen her uh, lose Owen, and to see him and to see her and Eric Forster uh, hook up to have this whole issue with the shares instead of them reverting back to Eric to revert to Thomas and see a split off of the family where they would form di two different rival fashion houses. That would have been extremely interesting and that would have opened the door for a lot of juicy storylines. So yes, I would have li I would like to see Leslie Ann Down come back. I would also have liked to have seen some explanation of Darlene Conley's character, Sally mm -hmm. Spectra. Maybe Sally Spectra has a sister that uh, can come back and uh, wreak some havoc. Um, I'm not sure about Amber, but in this case, I would love to see Amber come back to give Caroline a run for her money. Because this is something else I don't understand. Daisy and Caroline's characters, they did a 360-degree turnaround. They, at one point, they were very um, nurturing and very supportive, and now they're like mean girls. And, I, and it, you don't see any reason why that's happening, what caused the shift from this behavior to that behavior. So that just speaks with the writing staff and the well. inconsistencies of the writing staff. Well, we're going to have an inconsistency here because, unfortunately, we have to take a break. So I'm going to have okay. to thank you, Kathy, for calling in. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, for those of you out there, since we've been talking about a couple of different soaps, I want to remind you before we go to commercial that the All Soaps ballot for the SoapCentral.com Dankies Awards are up now. You can go to SoapCentral.com slash Dankies. That's D-A-N-K-I-E-S. Those are our all soaps ballots you've voted before, but this is the be-all and end-all ballot, so your last chance to vote for the best of soaps is at SoapCentral.com slash Dankies. On the other side of this break, we are going to talk about General Hospital, so stay tuned because Soap Central Live will be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than soapcentral.com. 
every day. SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live and our hour of your calls. If you missed the first half of the show, we've talked about All My Children, One Life to Live, The Bold and the Beautiful. But there's still time to talk about any of your favorite soaps. Give us a call at 866-472-5788. It's a toll-free number, 866-472-5788. We can talk about any of those soaps or any of the ones that we haven't talked about yet. That's what we do on these shows. It's so much fun to be able to talk to you guys and hear what's got you worked up. In the case of Kathy, you heard there's some things on B&B that are driving her nuts. You heard Michael and Bonnie in the last half hour talk about what they're excited about for when All My Children and One Life to Live return. And now we're going to turn our attention to probably the most talked about soap right now, celebrating 50 years on the air. And anywhere you look on ABC, they are letting you know that you need to tune in because you don't want to miss a day. I'm talking, of course, about General Hospital. And we have a caller on the line who'd like to talk about some of the big moments that we've seen recently and maybe even share some moments from the past. We have Teddy. Teddy, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. Hey, anytime we can talk about soaps returning, which we've done in the last half of the hour, that's great news. Anytime we can talk about soaps continuing and celebrating milestones, that is a good thing. So we're talking GH, we're talking 50 years. It's a yes. whole lot of years. Yes, it oh, is. And uh, I know yeah, that you're very I'm, excited. Yes, I am very excited about General Hospital right now. It's a soap that I can love again. I mean, for the longest time... I just had to quit watching it because of all the mob stuff, you know. It's like I'm just glad to have it back, being General Hospital again and having the fan favorites, so many of them come back, and it's just been so much fun to watch. And today was the first day of the Nurses' Boss, so that was a lot of fun. Let me talk to you a little bit about the mob storyline, since you mentioned that for so long it seemed that the mob was central to the general hospital storyline, and there were a lot of people who enjoyed it. But then after a while they said, you know what, the show is called General Hospital. Let's get back to the hospital. It seems now, taking the nurse's ball out of this for a moment, 
they really do seem to have returned to a lot of storylines that involve the hospital and the characters who work at the hospital. Do you think that that was a good decision? Do you think that they have good balance? Or have we gone too far in the other direction where we need to have maybe some more of that mob element brought back in? I don't really think the, too much of the mob element needs to come back. Um, it's nice having some of the storylines actually take place in the hospital. For a long time, there weren't any storylines taking place in the hospital, and it was like, wow, they ought to just change the name. It didn't make any sense. But now, uh, yeah, I'd say the majority of them are taking place in the hospital. But it's kind of reflecting back to the way it was in the 80s and even, you know, the 70s, and where there were a lot of stories in the hospital. And, and that way you can bring in a lot of different types of storylines. It's not just, you know, everything's mob-related. Now we've got different kinds of things going on, and it makes it more fun to watch and more suspenseful, too. We're talking about some of that suspense. It's not quite the mob storyline, but what is your take on the Luke and Lara versus the Cassidyne storyline? I mean, it's, again, you're... You're not talking the mob element per se, but it is a little bit of sort of cops and robbery, detective, guns, and, and uh, you know, shoot 'em ups Is that okay? Does that go back to the mob, or is that truly a totally different concept? In this case, it's different because the thing with the Spencers and the Cassidines is that the good guys almost always win. And, you know, when you think of the good guys, you think of the, the cops, and, and you know... It, it, you don't think of mobsters being the good guys, but General Hospital actually for a long time, many years, made them the good guys, even though they were going around killing people. But in this case, you have, you know, Luke almost always wins when he's facing the Cassidines, and so that's why it's so much fun to watch, because you know that, uh, yeah, sure, Helena, uh, you know, I'm not even sure she's dead right now, but, but you know she's going to come back, and, and she's going <laughs> to still plot her revenge against Luke, and um, but he's not going to just he's going to he's going to fight it and he's going everybody's going to be rooting for Luke well almost everybody anyway but I, I think that's what makes it different is that this time you have the good guys that actually win sometimes and that's really refreshing to see. Everybody likes the good guys to win and I have to say that I had the opportunity to fill in this week in the General Hospital two scoops which is posted over at SoberCentral.com. You guys can go and read it and see what I had to say about what's going on in Port Charles. One of the things, Teddy, that I've noticed is it never fails that whenever there's a good guy versus a bad guy and guns are involved, somehow the woman of the man's desire is always brought into it. In this case, we had Luke and Laura, and Helena was threatening to shoot either Laura or his son, Ethan. So why can't we ever have a one-on-one? -on -one? Why do we always have to have a damsel in distress who then the good guy has to give up his gun and turn it over, and then they're all held hostage? Well, that's what makes good drama. You have to have the damsel in distress. I mean, it's like a, a melodrama where you have the villain, you have the hero, and you have the damsel in distress. And that's, that's what, what is so fun, fun and entertaining. I mean, that's what gets the viewers going. And, of course, Luke and Laura are fan favorites anyway. And, oh, I was thrilled to have Laura come back. And I, I don't know how long she's staying, but I hope she's around for a while. So who has Lulu? I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, that still hasn't been revealed. And if it's Helena, then I guess she's not saying anything at the moment since she's supposed to be dead, I guess. How long before she comes back from the dead? If you're, because you know, you said <laughs> I don't let's, know. she was shot, she was killed, there was no pulse, they checked it out, you know, ding dong, uh, as Luke said. But we but, all sort of, I mean, I watched it and thought, 
oh my god, what if she really is dead dead, like forever dead, not coming back dead? Oh, uh, I can't on. even she's, wrap my head around that. Yeah, but she's brought Stavros back from the dead. She's brought Catherine Bell back from the dead. So I'm sure that, you know, somehow she can manage to come back from the dead. I'm hoping that somehow she managed to bring Stefan back from the dead before she died, you know. <laughs> You know, there's been a lot of talk about that. Stephen Nichols is, as far as we know, currently unemployed in daytime. He was over at The Young and the Restless, and sort of magically, right around the time that uh, he was let go, you know, General Hospital started bringing back all of these people from the past. Same thing sort of happened with Jeannie Francis. You know, the new executive producer, Jeannie Francis, is uh, let go, and now she's on General Hospital. Part of me wonders, <laughs> Jill Farrod Phelps has gone over there. She's thinking, gee, I was at GH for however long. What characters can I get rid of here at Young and the Restless so they can go back to General Hospital and make the show really good? And she seems to have done it with two of them. She gave Jeannie Francis back in theory, and now we have Stephen Nichols who could go back. You know, who's to say that Jill Farron Phelps isn't trying to look out for two soaps at once? Right, uh, but she got Steve Burton, too, in the process, so, you know. <laughs> but, you know so she, let, she let Jeannie Francis go before she got Steve Burton, so, um, and I'm thinking, I don't know, I'm not sure, I, I don't know, I just read stuff that maybe they didn't get along when Jeannie was back on General Hospital when she was over there, I don't know, but, um, I was glad that she let her go because I, I, wasn't, I wasn't that crazy about Genevieve anyway. And I wanted Jeannie Francis back as Laura. I mean, that's who she, she's so, she's loved as Laura. And I'm a GH fan, so I wanted Laura to come back. And yeah, whether Luke and Laura end up together or not, it's just great to see them in a storyline again. I have to tell you that I understand how you feel because when I found out that Debbie Morgan and Darnell Williams were let go from The Young and the Restless, and then, of course, all my children coming back and they were hired there. There was something really sort of special in my heart that felt they're going back to where they belong. It's right. not to say that, you know, I, I want them to, I want them to succeed elsewhere. And I'm sure you feel that way about Jeannie Francis. If it can't be GH, you want to see her do well somewhere. But for me, when I found out that Debbie and Darnell were going back to all my children, it was sort of like, hmm, yes, that's the way it's supposed to be. We can now move on in the world. Yeah, I was kind of surprised about Darnell Williams because I never even heard that uh, Young the Restless let him go. But, hey, I was fine with it because, again, he's more beloved as uh, Jesse on, on My Children anyway. So, yeah, it was a good thing. And I'm hoping that the same thing happens. I really like Tucker on Young the Restless. But once she let him go, which I kind of saw that coming, and I just I was just hoping, oh please, General Hospital, you know, bring Stefan Cassadine back, you know, from the dead, because I'd love to see him again on again as Stefan, especially now since Luke and Laura are back into the whole picture again, you know. Well, what I would like to see is perhaps you be able to return to some two scooping. I will let folks know that you wrote a guest column about One Life to Live that's posted on SoapCentral.com. Uh -huh. Now that the show is coming back, you know, maybe we'll get to hear from you on a more regular basis, certainly there, maybe even here on the show. Oh, I love that. I would love to be the two scoop columnist for uh, One Life to Live again. I mean, well, I did it as a guest for a couple of times. I'd love to do it again. I, I, had a, I have a blast writing those. Well, folks, you can go and check out her column on SoapCentral.com and hopefully let us know what you think. Maybe we'll add Teddy to our regular roster. Teddy, thank you so much for calling in today. Well, thank you, Dan. This was so much fun. I love talking about General Hospital or any of the soaps, really. I love talking about all of the soaps, too. So thank you so much for being a part of it. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. 
We're going to keep on the GH angle for a little bit. We have another caller from down in Texas. We have Andrew on the line. Andrew, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. First of all, that lady sounded like Kate Collins. <laughs> I can assure you it wasn't Kate Collins. She I only calls in I to surprise me. I was in. I was like, am I listening to the past um, interview <laughs> with Kate Collins? And I was like, no, it wasn't. Anyway, no, it, it wasn't. Uh, but let's, let's uh, talk about after, it. You know, there's, you're, must be excited about soaps because you're calling in here to chat with me. What's on your mind? What's the soap that you want to talk about most? General Hospital. It's um, the fact that um, going back to what you're they were, um, y'all were saying about how um, the mafia stuff um, nobody liked. It's the fact that it wasn't fun. You know, the Luke and Laura stuff from the uh, late '80s and the early, I mean, late '70s and early '80s. It was fun, um, like the Frank Smith stuff. I mean, it was uplifting. It was like Indiana Jones kind of campy, but the Sunny Crent, though, it was all centered around him, and it was doom and gloom, and you could tell they were repeating all the same ideas and stuff, and it's just, and that's what I'd like to point out, it's that you need balance. Even if storyline, um, that's what I'm getting at, you need balance. If you have a really popular angle on the storyline, but if you have all of the storyline centered around that angle, it just gets boring after a while and bad. Well, let me ask you, we soaps by their official name are now called daytime drama series. But one of the things that I've heard over the years, and I've been doing this now for over 18 years, is that people still love not necessarily a comedic aspect in the sense of, uh, you know, sitcom, laugh track, haha, but people do enjoy a lot of those lighthearted storylines as well. You know what is it about it? I mean, what do you need to have as a balance? How much drama? How many teaspoons of drama? How many teaspoons of of comedy do you need in order to make a perfect soap souffle? Um, it should be an equal balance. Either you can probably have like a, a kind of a sad story, like um, I don't know, something along the lines of like Robin's. Um, the Stone and Robin romance of the 90s and you can interject some humor and stuff into it to help balance it out or you could probably have like a separate storyline that is comical. Um, my favorite show is All My Children and I like to watch really old storylines from the 80s on YouTube and um, and one of the fun, uh, they had um, the Mark's Cocaine going on at the same time like Phoebe and um, Blangley were running for mayor and that was a hilarious storyline going on and it's funny how it really in that storyline didn't seem very forced, it was very fluid very humor, it was very light hearted um, but um, it just really and, and one thing about storylines like those, if you want to use them out of comic relief, they shouldn't portray it too much, that's one because people will know and, it'll look, and it would look forced Gotcha. Now, before I let you go, because I see that we have a couple more callers, and I want to make sure I get to them before we run out of show here. Are you ready for all my children to return? Do you know where you need to go? Are you are you set up? Do you have your computer ready? Yeah, yeah um, I know where to go, and, and I actually tell people, don't go on Facebook because you're all lost, and I go on all the message boards all the time. Usually I go on Soap Opera Network, and I used to read your um, column every week on All My Children, and I loved it, and I'm so glad that you're writing it again. Um, I wouldn't be without it. We can't have an All My Children revival without bringing me and dusting me off and 
pulling me out of retirement to write the column. So, Andrew, I want to thank you so much for calling in to talk soaps with me today. Thank you. We have time for maybe two more callers, so if you are on the line, hold there. If you're not, you can certainly call us at 866-472-5788. We have Sue calling in who wants to talk about All My Children. Sue, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? Oh, pretty good now. My story's coming back. That was exactly what I was going to say. It doesn't matter how you were. Now that we're at, uh, we were told by uh, Michael that we have 24 days left. I mean, uh, can you can you wait? It's very exciting. I've I've never had it to worry exciting. about this. It is exciting. I haven't been this excited about anything coming on in a long time. So I asked Michael when he had called. I want to find out from you from the time that the infamous shot was fired from Jr. Till now, what are you most excited to see when the show comes back? Which of those storylines, jumping ahead five years, do you think will be the most interesting to you? I don't know. I'm looking forward to all of it. I mean, all these little kids that were tiny when before the shot went off, <laughs> they're all going to be grown up now. And a lot of people are complaining about the fact that this is now going to be a teenage show. They have to remember, when I started watching this, it was a teenage show. Yeah. Eric I was think- a teenager. Philip was a teenager. Chuck was a teenager. Brooke was a teenager. You know, it's. I think enough of our old people would be back that'll make the, us old people all right with it. I do wish they would talk a little more to, to Walt Wiley. Jack, I think, was really an integral part of the story, and I'd really like to see him. I'd like to see him come back. I'd also like to see Kendall and Ryan come back. Well, I know, I know Ryan that for- hasn't been asked, and I know Jack hasn't been asked. Well, actually, no. Let, let's let's zip that one back. Cameron Matheson had been approached about it, but at the time that he was asked, he has another commitment where he's filming a movie up in Canada, so he wasn't able to do the movie shoot and the All My Children shoot and, and be able to give them the time that they would have required. So from what I've heard, once that's all done, hopefully there'll be some discussion and he'll be able to come back. Now, it may not... You know, maybe they'll move on from there, but that was the case. Now with Walt Willie, he told me at a, an event here in Philadelphia that he was not asked to come back, but he thinks that a lot of that had to do with the fact that Susan Lucci hadn't yet, uh, you know, signed on because yeah. of some of her other projects, and that because he had been tethered to her for so long, it might be odd to have him there and not have, of course, the Erica Kane there. So maybe, hopefully, if we get some. Uh, some motion here, we get some traction. If everyone tunes in to watch these shows online and, and they see that they're a success, maybe we can get Susan Lucci back when she's done filming her primetime series. We can get all of these characters back. I can't imagine that all my children will go on without Susan Lucci, and I don't think she'll let it go on without her. Well, she, she may not said, come back right away. Things might have to go around her, but I do see yeah. her coming back. I have to think so, too. And I think one of the things that will be really great about this is that instead of taping every day, every week, every month of the year, the new uh, schedules for All My Children and One Life to Live, they tape for five weeks. It's technically, I think, four because they have a week in there where they adjust the sets. But they're going to be taping for about a month and then they have a month off. I think that that's a great way not only to keep the actors charged up and not you know, sort of be burned out, but it's also a really great way to be able to work with other people's schedules because now you're not making them have to give you months and months and months of commitment. They can film for four weeks or two of those four weeks and end up being on the show for several months 
So, I mean, I think yeah. that scheduling might really help us, too, to get some because of those whether people. whether we like it or not, this show is over, and these people moved on, and they have to. And if we can work with them and that, that schedule works out, that would be ideal, because I, you know a lot of them will come back. I certainly hope so. And again, for a lot of people, I think, maybe, Sue, that they're reluctant. They want to see how these shows are going to be done. They want to make sure, as I keep saying, that it's not going to be you know cats playing the piano and drunk dogs falling off of the sofa. They want to see that this is going to be a real <laughs> top-notch production. Yes. I expect well, it to be different. I expect it to be very different, but I do still expect it to be my soap. Well, before, because I'm looking, the, the clock is ticking down here on the show, I have to make sure, Sue, do you know where to go? Do you know what you need to do? Do you know that you can watch for free? I have, been, I have known that since they talked about bringing it back. I've been watching. So, since, I've been watching. I've been following Prospect Park since they mentioned that they might bring it back. Oh yeah, me, I'm set up. I'm ready to go. Good. So then, the question that people want to know, I'll let you answer it since I'm tired of answering it. Sue, can I watch all my children in one life to live when they come back for free, or do I have to pay to watch them? Free on Hulu. I think that should free. be a, a website. Absolutely called. free on Hulu. You don't have to pay free a dime. On Hulu. Well, thank you, Sue, for helping me get that message out there. And certainly thank you for helping me uh, to talk today about the soaps, particularly all my children, which everybody knows has a special place in my heart. Hopefully when the shows come back, we'll do another call-in show, and you can call back in and let us know what you think. I would love to, Dan, because I tell you what, I started watching the show. I was 10 years old. And my mother even I made her write down every day, you know, just integral parts of the storyline to let me know. And then once BCRs came out, I never missed it. These people, well, my husband has made fun of me, but he follows it too. He knows who these people are. Of course he does. That's that's like secondhand viewing. So thank you so much, Sue, and hopefully maybe we'll get him to call in too. You can both call in and do a husband and wife tag team. Thanks, Dan. Listen. <laughs> Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. We talked about so many things here in this past hour. We talked, of course, about the Dankies are here. If you haven't voted, SoapCentral.com slash Dankies. Now's your time to do it. I also want to let you guys know that the Soap Central Live show page has been redesigned. I've made it easier for you guys to be able to find the shows, the past actors who've been here, and as well as links and things that we talk about during the show. Sometimes we tell you to go to a particular website or we give you information about products. I've made it a lot easier for you. To, if you go to SoapCentral.com slash radio, you'll be able to find a special section that has all of those links and information. So drop me a line. Let me know what you think about it. If there's anything that you'd like to see added, there's even a little corner where I'm going to blog and do videos and all kinds of other stuff. You can probably ignore that if you'd like. But if you're absolutely a glutton for punishment and want to know what I'm up to and what's going on in the world of soaps, that's the place that you'll go. I want to thank everybody who called in to today's show. Of course, a special thank you to everybody out there who's listening, whether you listen live or listen to the show when it's in the archives. Because without your continued support, there wouldn't be a show to do every week. If you didn't call in today and were thinking about it, maybe you'll reconsider and call in in the future, whether it's to talk to your favorite star or to shoot the soap with me, whatever it is, I hope that you guys will consider calling in. I promise I don't bite. It's a very fun show, as you can see, and you know we've got 170 episodes now, so certainly if we weren't doing something right, we wouldn't still be on the air. I hear I'm on the air until about 2050, according to my contract. In the meantime, of course, I'm also busily working on our future shows. If there's a guest you'd like to hear on the show, send us a message on Twitter or on our show page. I promise to do my best to get them here on the show. So until we pick up right where we left off next time, next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, I'm Dan Kroll signing off on another edition of Soap Central Live. Have a great week.
Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.